As Dana White once simply put it about judging a fight, It's about damage. This is a fight. Never was there a truer statement, the Hurt Business is all about inflicting hurt. But have you ever wondered who has taken the most damage in the entire history of the UFC? If you added up all the kicks, all the punches, all the knockouts, all the pain, who has endured the most punishment ever? How would you even measure something like that? This is the intro to one of my crazy stat pieces, isn't it? I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A huge thank you to... Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix our biggest channel supporters in our Hall of Famers, and these are the 10 fighters who have taken the most punishment in UFC history. Why just UFC history? Because I'm massively biased. No, it's because they have a reliable database with hugely popular fighters and a long history. But how the heck did I calculate who has taken the most punishment? Well, the first step was to create a point scale for the things that hurt. We need to scale because a single significant strike he hurt him back. and a knockout are not the same. So I started with KOs and designated them 10 points, the highest on our scale, because most would agree that that's the worst thing that can happen. For TKOs, I decided on six points. That's still really bad, but if you've got a good ref, you're not going to sleep. Next, I looked at painful submissions, meaning the ones that can cause potential limb damage, and for those, I decided on four points. Knockdowns were given three points, half that of a TKO, and finally, significant strikes, which have an important accumulative effect, but I didn't want to have them overwhelm the scale, so each strike got 125th of a point. We did it. We made a punishment scale. Now, we just need to apply it to every fighter in UFC history, which would have been easy if it wasn't for identifying painful submissions and deciding what is a KO versus a TKO as they are categorized as the same thing on the UFC's stats database. The solution was Wikipedia. Anyone in the world can write anything they want about any subject. So you know you are getting the best possible information. Is that website perfect? Of course not, but it is reliably monitored by a bazillion fight fans, and so is as good a place as any for a consensus on what was a KO versus a TKO, and there are descriptions of each submission there as well. Great, we figured it out. Now the much bigger problem, going through the Wikipedia pages of some 2,400 plus fighters. That's where our friend Math came in. See if I got some fans out here. Don't fear me! I took all the data and did a process called normalization for each punishment category, then used that collective normalized data to make a histogram that helped me determine the likelihood of a fighter making the top 10. You really don't need to know what all of that means. It was just a way of eliminating as many fighters from the running as possible, and it got us down to a manageable 144 who could have potentially taken the most damage in UFC history. After running through all their Wikipedia pages to make sure we had our data right, I used our scale to designate the points to each fighter, and we had our top 10. So without further ado, here they are. 
Number 10, Ross Pearson. There are two UK fighters on this list, which is surprising given that during the eras they both came from, the country wasn't producing a massive amount of talent like it does today. Ross Pearson's 10-year run in the UFC saw him lose more fights than he won, but his no-fuck style was always a fan favorite. He paid the piper, though, long-term for it, with 1,238 significant strikes absorbed, eight knockdowns, three TKOs, and a single knockout loss courtesy of Dan Hooker's knee. All in all, the real deal would earn 101.52 punishment points on our scale, putting him just shy of our number nine entry by only 0.4. That would be Joe Lozon. Joe is my favorite fighter of all time, so I hate to see him on a list such as this, but there's no doubt that the man has endured some serious damage over the course of his 17-year run in the UFC. That's a very long tenure and a lot of opportunities to get hit. Having absorbed 1148 significant strikes, only the sixth... You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Most of anybody in our top 10, Moneybags Joe may have a single proper KO loss, that being against Anthony Pettis, but with four more TKOs, six knockdowns, and a Kimura loss to George Sotteropoulos, the only painful sub that made our top 10 cut, the guy has had more than his fair share of pain. Lozon would accumulate a total of 101.92 of our punishment points, a mere .04 less than the man who takes our number eight spot, Michael Bisping. While the count only fought in the UFC for over a 11 years, which doesn't look like much compared to Lozon 17, the man saw a considerable amount of punishment in nearly half the time. At 999 significant strikes absorbed, 110 of those coming from rival Dan Henderson. It felt great to land that second shot, probably more than the first shot. Mike didn't earn his spot on this list through high volume. He mainly racked up points through having been knocked down 12 times in his UFC career, more than anyone on this entire list, fitting considering his never-quit mentality. And while the H-bomb should probably count for more than one KO, we'll stick to the scale and only keep it at 10. With everything added up, the Pride of Manchester totaled 101.96 points, and of course, he lost a damn eye. Number 7, Ben Saunders. Killer B split his time in the UFC, his first stint taking place from 2007 to 2010, where he only added a single TKO to his total against Mike Swick, but the second run from 2014 to 2019 saw far more devastating results. And while Saunders absorbed the least significant strikes of anyone on this list with 538, his 10 knockdowns, 4 TKOs, and 3 KO losses more than make up for the discrepancy. Those 3 knockout losses would all come within 2 years of each other as well, first to Alan Joban, then Lyman Good, and finally Matt Metal God Brown. When he left the promotion in 2019, Ben had amassed 105.52 punishment points, earning him a painful number 7 spot. Number 6, Diego Sanchez. My guess is he was one of the names you thought you would see on this list, and yes, Diego Entertainment definitely came with a price. I gotta give you guys new entertainment every now and then, you know? 
His most prolific stat would be the 11 knockdowns he absorbed, putting him right behind the count as the second most, but his pain points certainly added up. 1,238 significant strikes absorbed, probably on account that he was so hard to put away, but even still, Sanchez would see two TKO losses and back-to-back first-round knockouts against Ally Aquinta and then Matt Metal God Brown yet again. That dude was a terror. Diego would shoot past the number seven spot with nine more points, giving him a total of 114.52. Number five, Alistair Overeem. Much like Bisbean with the Hendo KO, it feels like that Nganu uppercut should count for maybe five or six knockouts, but we can't make exceptions or this list doesn't work. The good news is that Reem rarely got hit. He only absorbed 589 significant strikes during his UFC run, but the bad news that went along with it is that he was knocked down nine times and finished eight. Even worse, he has taken the most KO losses on this entire list with five. Bigfoot, Travis Brown, Stipe, Rosenstroik, and of course, dear God in heaven, Francis. Heavyweight is a dangerous place, and while he's the first for that division on this list with 118.56 total points, he will not be the last. In fact, here's another one right now. Number four, Stefan Struve. The lasting image in my mind of the skyscraper is always that x-ray of his jaw after Mark Hunt broke it with that massive shot. But unfortunately, that was not the only punishment Stefan Struve endured during his 11 years as a UFC heavyweight. What put Struve ahead of Overeem was his proclivity for being hit more. With 757 total significant strikes absorbed, 165 more than Alistair. Add in another knockdown more with 10 and an even split of four KO losses and four TKOs, and the points start adding up quickly. Luckily, the tie to Ivasa knockout in 2020 was his last, and Stefan would retire from the sport, his point total finishing at 124.28. Number three, Frankie Edgar. Given that he has just shy of eight full hours of octagon time, it's no wonder that Frankie Edgar nearly tops our list. Although, to be fair, Rafael Dos Anjos, who holds the record for cage time, only made it to 30th, so maybe there's a bit more to this with Frankie. I'm guessing having absorbed the second most significant strikes on this list probably had something to do with it. 1,346 is a lot of damage, or maybe it's the 10 knockdowns. I'm actually surprised it's only 10. I feel like there were at least 27 in his bouts with Gray Maynard. Where his points really start to add up, though, is the four KO losses. There was, of course, Brian Ortega, the first of them, and we all thought, wow, I've never seen that with Edgar. But then brutally, his last three fights have skyrocketed him up this list. First, Sandhagen with the flying knee, then Cheeto Vera, and last year, Chris Gutierrez. Overall, Frankie has earned a punishment score of 129.84 points, a number that is unfortunately still growing if he doesn't retire, much like our number two guy, Andre Arlovsky. He has the second most fights in UFC history with 40, and he's a heavyweight. I'm pretty sure that technically makes him the most indestructible human being on the planet. Especially when you consider all the damage this man has accumulated over the course of his UFC run. 1,242 significant strikes absorbed. Again, those are from heavyweights. He's been knocked down 10 times. He's been TKO'd five times and knocked out three. His O, Sylvia, and Rosenstroik. What's even crazier is that he has had a significant career outside of the UFC. He got KO'd in his pro debut. Fedor knocked him out in Affliction. Karatanov knocked him out in Strike Force. Rumble dislocated his jaw in World Series of Fight 
fighting, the guy has seen some serious shit, and he's not even done. He's probably fighting right now as I type this. The Pitbull currently has 139.72 points, and I truly hope that score doesn't go up much higher. Before we reveal number one, because we ran the numbers on 144 fighters, we can give you a pretty substantial honorable mention section. So here are 20 to 11 in order. Mike Pyle, Junior Dos Santos, Gian Vellante, Michael Johnson, Randy Couture, Edson Barbosa, Shogun Hua, Julian Arosa, Jake Ellenberger, and Jeremy Stevens, the hardest hitting 145er in the division. Oh, and since he topped our iron chin list, if you're wondering where Max Holloway falls, even without any knockdowns or KO TKO losses, he still managed to hit 36th. That is insane. All right, now the fighter who has taken the most punishment in UFC history, number one, Donald Cerrone. He may have certainly dished it out himself, scoring the most knockdowns landed in UFC history with 20, 18 fight night bonuses, 16 finishes, that's third all time, and 23 wins, that's second, but a policy of anyone, anytime, anywhere certainly came with a heavy toll. With 1,825 significant strikes absorbed, that puts Donald head and shoulders above the rest of our list in that category, but he did not get the top spot just for that. He was knocked down nine times, and while he only ever suffered one true KO loss, that being as the result of a nasty body shot from Showtime Pettis, he was TKO'd seven times in his UFC career. That is tied for the most anyone has absorbed in UFC history. When you add that all together, it puts Cowboy at 152 points even. That is 50 points more than the fighter at number 10, if that gives you any indication of how absurd that is. So you can officially add another top spot to Donald Cerrone's career, although it's probably not one he would be too excited about. It has been a hot minute since I did one of these stat pieces, so I'm glad I finally got to do one again. There were some serious hurdles along the way, particularly figuring out how to do the normalization process and narrow this list down to something manageable. Luckily, I was able to use ChatGPT to sort of walk me through the process, and we got the thing done. Even better than AI, though, is Luke Taylor. Doing an edit like this with so many numbers can't be easy, but the dude killed it. Luke, take a bow and take some new followers on your social media. Better than Luke and AI would be our channel champions. I can't thank them enough, and if you'd like to be one of them, or have some say potentially in our videos, or just see some really cool exclusive content, consider becoming a channel member. That's the little join button down below the video. No pressure at all. Liking and subscribing also helps a ton. What'd you think of the list? What did you think of my methodology? I love when you guys debate this stuff in the comments, so go for it. And thanks so much for watching. I'm gonna go look at something that doesn't have numbers on it for a while.